When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Welcome. Here are this week's headlines. Kenya's becoming unbearably hot for tea. Brexit disrupts the UK tea trade. And the Colombo tea auction is transformed. More in a minute, but first, this important message. Avani empowers rural women practicing sustainable agriculture, including tea and crafts, such as weaving with natural fiber and plant-based dyes. Up in the towering Himalayas, Kuman is one of India's oldest tea regions. Today, we raise our cups in the name of Avani Kuman, a nonprofit dedicated to strengthening farming communities. Cheers to a brighter future for all. To donate, visit avani kuman.org. The red volcanic soils of Kenya's Rift Valley, long sunny days and tropical rainfall are perfect for growing tea. At 2,000 meters, the temperature is between 16 and 29 C, generating new leaves at a fast pace and making Kenya one of the most productive tea-growing regions on Earth. All that is changing, according to Christian Aid, a charity that this week published a troubling research report into the future of tea in growing regions essential to Kenya's status as the world's largest tea exporter. The report predicts that, quote, climate change is going to slash optimal conditions for tea production by 26.2% by 2050. Tea grown in less favorable regions will experience 39% declines. Lower quality leaf and less appealing taste will affect all growers. Kenyan farmers are some of the most productive in the world, harvesting an average 1,500 to 3,300 kilos of made tea per hectare per year. Smallholders harvest an average 2,300 kilos per hectare. Torrential rain and extreme temperatures are the two biggest concerns. The combination encourages plagues of locusts and devastating floods. Temperatures will rise 2.5 centigrade to an average 23.5 centigrade with spells hot enough to kill mature tea plants. Biz Inside Researchers concluded that it will be very difficult for tea growers to move to newer high-altitude and previously uncultivated regions. 
Tea is an example of how we are all connected, writes one farmer. Quote, we grow it here in Kenya, and it's enjoyed by people around the world. But if we are to carry on growing it, we need those other, richer countries to cut their emissions and to think about how we are affected as tea farmers, end quote. Brexit disrupted the UK tea trade in significant ways. It is too early to assess the financial impact, but long-term change is apparent, along with howls from tea lovers on the continent. EU grocers specializing in British food say their shelves are bare following the January 31st start of the EU-UK Trade and Cooperation Agreement ratified in May. The immediate shortages are the result of customs delays due to additional paperwork and transport bottlenecks caused by COVID. The 500,000 British expatriates living in EU countries that complained the loudest are some of the best customers for tea brands, including Yorkshire Gold, PG Tips, Stetley Twinings, and Typhoo. The Brexit vote and drawn-out resolution of disputes unsettled traditional trade in tea. Kenya, the UK's top tea trading partner at 62,000 metric tons, began selling tea direct to Europe, bypassing British tea packers for those in Germany and Poland. Brexit also realigned UK's previous focus on non-EU markets. Tea exports to non-EU countries increased to 8.8 million kilos in 2019 and continue to rise. UK tea exports total are in decline overall, but 2021 marks the third consecutive year that the UK recorded growth in overseas shipments to non-EU countries. Business Insight Sales of goods exported to the EU declined steeply in January as Brexit rules were enforced. In February, goods exported to the EU increased 4.5%, and in March, they grew at a solid 8.6% rate. Meanwhile, imports from non-EU member countries exceeded EU imports in the UK for the first quarter since 1997. While it is too soon to assess the full market impact, UK residents remain skeptical of Brexit. The most recent YouGov poll showed that 51% of respondents think it was the wrong decision and 38% a right one, the largest gap since 2016, according to the Wall Street Journal. Learn more on the TBiz blog. Last year, Sri Lanka confronted its past and raced beyond, scrapping a 127-year-old tradition and transforming the Colombo Tea Auction into a digital workplace. The pandemic not only closed the auction floor, but prevented the hundreds of face-to-face -face interactions involved in storing, sampling, shipping, and presenting tea to buyers who rightly insist on sipping before bidding thousands of rupees for a lot. Shutting down the auction jeopardized the livelihoods of many more than the traders who attend. A task force led by Neil Cook, CEO of Asia Siaka Commodities, 
worked with Sikra Holdings, a local information technology venture, and coordinated with the Sri Lanka Tea Board to develop a training program while simultaneously customizing the auction software. Within days, the digital platform earned the endorsement of auctioneers, brokers, technicians, and government officials. Simulations enabled 300 key users to master the system, which went live in early April 2020. A year later, tea prices are stable, exports revive, trading is lively with many improvements in transactions, thanks to a quick decision that took 20 years to contemplate. Darvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices. Tea price report for the week ending 8th May 2021. This was the week of sale 18. Even as the weather has finally relented, the pandemic is still raging. Worryingly, tea gardens in Assam have reported COVID cases among tea workers. Zaloni Tea Estate was the first to report an outbreak. Four gardens, Zaloni, Maijan, the Nilpur section of Prathapkar Estate and Borsapori have been sealed as containment zones. As of the weekend, work was suspended in both Zaloni and Nilpur. Indian media reported 500 positive cases across 90 gardens. Assam has 800 tea gardens and community spread is a pressing concern. The Assam Tea Tribe Students Association issued a press release calling for COVID care centers with oxygen support to be made available in each garden, vaccinations for workers and families and the distribution of N95 masks. Meanwhile, lockdown has been enforced in the Nilgiris this week, but tea gardens will remain operational. In Darjeeling, the first flush has ended on a better note, as rains have arrived and there is optimism about the second flush. And now, a word from our sponsor. Q-Trade Teas works with tea purveyors at every scale, from promising startups to the world's largest multinational beverage brands in the hot, iced, and bottled tea segments. With U.S.-based formulation, blending, and packaging services, Q-Trade can help you innovate, scale up, and grow your specialty tea brand. For more information, visit our website, qtradetees.com. T-Biz travels to Los Angeles this week, where Art of Tea founder Steve Schwartz, a graduate of the Ayurvedic Institute in New Mexico, describes tea as a powerful conduit for health and wellness. And then we're off to Hawaii to interview tea adventurer and Jalam Tea founder Jeff Fuchs, who was sheltering there during the pandemic. Jeff shares with Jessica Natalie Willard his thoughts on the tranquility of tea. Tea is a powerful conduit for health and wellness, says Steve Schwartz, founder of Art of Tea in Los Angeles and a graduate of the Ayurvedic Institute in New Mexico. In this segment, he discusses the challenging role for tea retailers amid the pandemic. Retailers are wise to offer counsel on the comfort and health benefits of tea, educating themselves in both the traditional and science-based properties. The delicate task of dispelling misinformation while educating customers brought to mind this scene in Star Wars, 
when Yoda instructs a young Luke Skywalker on his quest, providing guidance for a future without specifics, instilling insights in place of an instruction manual. Yoda's not the hero in the story, it's Luke. Luke is stumbling along the way trying to figure things out. So if we are the Yoda and the customer is the hero of the story, and we're trying to help give them the best tools possible to have that successful journey of how tea can really impact their lives. I think one of the things that I would want to know is how did tea impact you, right? If I go to a restaurant and I want to order a glass of wine or some dish and the waiter tells me, this wine is absolutely incredible. And I drank it and, and here's where it took me and here's why it's important to me. I want to go there. Wherever they took me, I want to go there. One of the things that we found is people were wanting to learn more about tea. As soon as COVID hit, we created a How to Become a Tea Expert series. And it's on our website. And it's uh, 25 videos all on how to taste tea, understand tea at a deeper level, understanding grades, uh, varieties of teas. And right now we're working on content for level two. I think that's almost a responsibility of, of a tea shop owner, right? If you know that if someone's coming in with that typical tea bag, supermarket tea bag experience, what tea can do for you on a much deeper level, that, that blissful state, that tea mind, that elevated consciousness, that I think is the ultimate responsibility of a tea shop owner when they know that you can reach those levels and to be able to pass it on. If we can go into some of the biologic, the, the biofeedback effects with tea and help unlock that journey for them, that's a beautiful process. Our mission is to create a delicious experience and we want to impact as many lives as we can through tea. And we believe that uh, tea is a powerful conduit for health and wellness and also just for internal connection and connection with loved ones. As a tea shop owner, I would encourage you to really bring in your story and help that Luke Skywalker along their journey to really discover those moments of tea that can really impact their lives. Long before you founded Art of Tea in 2004, you traveled widely to see firsthand how herbs are grown and processed. You then spent years experimenting, blending botanicals in your living room. Today, as a master blender, you are known for utilizing a diverse range of inclusions. Your latest blend is Chaga Chai Mushroom Tea, a blend with black loose leaf Assam base, and spices featured in your wellness collection. You mentioned blending goji and chaga seven years ago and, and then abandoning the experiment after concluding that no one was going to drink mushroom tea. So I'm not a huge mushroom expert. Ayurveda tends to see mushrooms as being tamasic, meaning it's, it's sort of a low energy. But if you look at it from the root level, there are certain parts of the mushroom when, in, when combined with other spices and other botanicals, they can actually unlock deep immune-boosting properties, chaga being one of them. We created a beautiful chaga chai, cardamom being a good lung opener, cinnamon being a good blood cleanser, and, and chaga being a wonderful thyroid-stimulating immune-boosting botanical. Consumers tell market researchers that tea was immensely helpful during the lockdowns, calming and comforting amid the stress of homeschooling and work. Packaged tea sales in the U.S. were up more than 12% during 2020, and online sales reached new highs. There were also big gains in sales of botanicals. There's a story where the master said, I want you to go within a one-mile radius, and I want you to find a single botanical that doesn't have medicinal properties. 
student, very confident, says, okay, I'm up for the task, goes, comes back 24 hours later, sobbing. Says, Master, I failed. I, I, I couldn't find a single botanical that doesn't have medicinal properties. And the master said, no, in fact, you've passed. Every botanical has medicinal properties behind it. When it comes to blending and when it comes to sourcing, one, knowing where the botanicals come from, knowing where the, the teas, the fruits, the roots come from, how are they grown, how are they started, and really want to understand the soil conditions, even just the environmental impact of the community and the people around it, and how that was also helping to create better, better quality products. At the end, if, if it's not something that I want to give to my children and to my community, then it's not something that we want to be able to showcase in this world. Tea consumption has declined in food service, making business more difficult for importers and wholesalers like the Art of Tea. We saw other hotels and other hospitality venues being successful. And so we asked them for permission. Can we share best practices to some other properties? So we ended up becoming a conduit for improvement and a conduit for best practice. So it, it changed that process to much more of a consultative, much more handholding, much more we're all in this together process. And, and I think the hotels and the restaurants and cafes that we work with really benefited from that. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to make any sort of direct medical claims. But one of my observations is, is that if we believe that the universe has produced us for a short window in time to be able to live out our fullest potential as part of a longer story, right, then we have our full responsibility to be able to show up fully and intentionally with the best life, the best care, and, and the best responsibility that we can for our family, ourselves, for our community, for our world. And so it really does start with a daily simple ritual, just leaves and water, and what that can do in terms of the health effects. And, and you can compound that powerful effect day by day. It's, it's incredible. Author, adventurer, and tea lover Jeff Fuchs has walked the ancient tea horse road, been featured in television documentaries, and traveled extensively in the tea lands, sourcing tea for his company while sharing the story of tea. His affinity for high-altitude treks equals his affinity for tea. He tells Jessica Natalie Willard, quote, I've had some of my best tea times in the mountains without necessarily having had the best teas. So I read in an interview that you gave that you are drawn to the mountains because they silence the mind. Now, people often say the same thing about tea. What other commonalities do you see between tea and the geography in which it grows? There is something silencing about the mountains and tea. There's a process in which... I go through to be within the mountains as a preparation of sorts of the mind, of the body. Uh, I think there's a bit of reverence. So all of these things are stimulated. The physical body needs to be prepped as well for the mountains. The process for me of tea every morning, every afternoon, it is a process which quietens everything down a bit. And it also stimulates. So I, I think on a very visceral level, there is that connection to tea and mountains. I also feel that there's, there's something very much of the natural reverence we've had and hopefully still have for the, 
for the world in general. Uh, the, the leaf is a gift. It's a stimulant fuel beyond all, the, all other things. I've had some of my best tea times in the mountains without necessarily having had the best teas, the best informal reflections, the best exhausted, joyous moments have been with tea in the mountains for me. So, You mentioned that you've had wonderful tea experiences, whether or not that tea is, is mm. the best tea you've ever had. Tell us about that. So the experience of tea and drinking tea isn't just related to the taste. No, certainly there's a visceral awe moment when some of those little bitter catechin elements hit the palate. There's a, there's a familiarity and, of course, a, a sort of a satiated comfort. But I'm drawn more and more, I think, to the, the, this whole relationship, this whole informal aspect of tea-taking and the relationship to time, it's taking, who's serving the tea, and arguably, in my, in my own experiences, at least, some of the best tea times have been with substandard teas, production-wise. But they've been moments of sort of sublime joy in an environment that was restorative. And one of the great, I think, understated and underrated elements of tea-taking is the efforts that the servers or the providers of those, those cups of tea provide you. They're linchpins in this whole offering of tea. So in many cultures around the world, tea is many things. It is currency, commodity, nutrient, medicine, ceremony, artifact. Here in North America, it's predominantly a beverage. So do you think understanding the story of tea plays a role in appreciating it? And do you think we in North America need to develop our own narrative in our own time? A lot of traditions are not necessarily important at all for the present and the future of tea. But I do think that they provide a context. And what comes before usually provided, provides and provided a huge insight into what we're dealing with now. I'm delighted to see tea ceremony in North America and in Europe sort of exploding into a whole new generation. But I also get very excited when I see tea used in, being used in bars to mix with gins. I, I think it's really exciting to explore, you know, tea, the old panacea, the old medicine, being thrown into these new scenarios and experimented with. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Contact them directly through Subtext, a private message-based platform. Avoid the chaos of social media and start a conversation that matters. Subtext's message-based platform lets you privately ask meaningful questions of the tea experts, academics, and T-Biz journalists reporting from the tea lands. You see their responses via SMS texts, which are sent direct to your phone. Visit our website and subscribe to Subtext to instantly connect with the most connected people in tea. Remember to visit the TBiz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.